Welcome. So today we're going to talk about how women can help the men in their life, whether it's their husband or their boyfriend that are struggling to come into services that can help them become a better man, whether it's reducing their pain, reducing their stress, or any other aspects of making the relationship more whole, improving communication. And I have two amazing, very wise, talented women with me today, uh, Dr. Lisa and Marsha, social worker, so retired social worker. And I think a lot of the women that come in this office to get body work, to get energy work, to get res resolution, are want their husbands to come in. Some come in, some don't, and it's a struggle. And the couples out there that don't already know this need to understand. Women tend to know, however, they would do well to understand on a deep level. They're likely taking on a lot of the pain, stress, and anxiety from the male. Because if you're sleeping in the same bed, you're sharing the same space, you're bonded through sexual engagement, you are in fact in the same field consciously, physically, emotionally, spiritually, etc. And unfortunately, and fortunately for humanity, women through their beautiful hearts that are developed and cultivated offer that energy out constantly and with their male counterpart will in effect through that process deplete themselves, which then will further exacerbate their already baseline issues of stress and anxiety that they carry. And since they're constantly using most of their brain to solve problems and anticipate and strategize for the betterment of their family and friends, they're already tapped out usually. Good women. And most all women are good women. So I would like to talk to support the women out there on how to talk to their males, give examples of what y'all have done that have supported the male in your life to improve himself so that they have an idea of how to handle things. So uh, welcome and thank you for being here. Lisa, would you like to share? Sure. Um, I think one of the most, the most important thing is to do you. And so to really um, take the time to take care of yourself before taking care of everybody else, including your man. And instead of trying to fix or change what's going on with your man, try to look internally at what's going on internally for you. Because if you're not whole and good, your energy is depleted and you are tapped out. So first and foremost, the more I um, have myself in a good place, I do my ritual practices, I'm strong, I'm healthy, then whatever comes away with my partner, I can stay solid and I can work from a place of listening and love instead of a place of reaction and hurt. And as my partner, I will say thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> How about you, Marsha? Um, well, with me, it's that way too. Um, I had to initially work on getting to that point because I had to accept my husband as, you know, just not willing to do anything for himself. And then I could look at me and just stay on my process of healing myself. And that's 
And so I've been consistent with that. And I think he sees that. And um, and I don't know if I want to um, say what I said earlier. Um, but, you know, uh, if he gets you know, upset with me because I'm keeping appointments to take care of myself. Um, if he wants to do something else, I'd let him know that I have to do this process to take care of me so that I can help him with his things. So um, that's, that's, and then finally, um, he's took six years, but <laughs> he's, uh, now coming to you know get body work done and take care of himself, which is long overdue, but I'm grateful that that's happening. So thank you, Marcia. Um, without using names, since we know some of these folks, this was a very sad and disappointing event that occurred with a family. So the wife and the the kids were coming. Everyone was improving. The stress was going down. They were getting better. And the husband, unfortunately, um, was a do is a doctor, and doctors are the most undercared for people on the planet. And I think that my wife, father, grandfather, great grandfather, all being doctors, I could speak to this from firsthand experience. Doctors, I believe in my heart, enter to help humanity. And unfortunately, without going down the rabbit hole of what's broken in the medical system, they're exposed to things that really aren't in alignment with that. And there's a certain element of acceptance for things that are wrong within that field. And there's different degrees and levels to that, that are part of the curriculum, if you will. And so because they're always focused on helping, they forget to help themselves. And in this particular incident, this gentleman chose to prohibit his wife from continuing. And she accepted that. And to her detriment and his and the children's. And it's a very unhealthy dynamic between those two. And this happens a lot, I think. And so like, just because that was personal to this process, I got to firsthand see one of many examples that I have been exposed to. And in any type of a field that a person seeks help, if the partner is feeling threatened through their own insecurities or because they feel that that partner is going to grow away from them and potentially leave them because they're improving and the, and the person that's threatened is not willing to do the work and or doesn't want to lose something, really that loss is the old self that really needs to die. Those old habits, those old beliefs, those old ways of being, this old paradigm, the dynamics of their personal family childhood that was given to them as a framework that no longer applies. All of these things collectively are a prison. And a man will ultimately hold himself in a masochistic prism and prison that he can't see through the reflection of everything going on because there's so much in his mind he's holding on to, he can't see what's in front of him. So here this amazing woman that just wants to love, who wants to provide, who wants to grow, is held in hock. And really, there's only two decisions for her. 
And of course, when she has children, one of the decisions she doesn't want to do is leave. But sometimes that's the healthiest thing to do if, in fact, it's too challenging and it's going to hurt the whole in the long term. If the one person not willing to shift or grow or change is basically going to sink the whole ship. And we see this a lot. And unfortunately, uh, you know, it's probably more male driven than it is female driven, although all females are not perfect. However, the female has to be willing to work with the male and usually they will, I feel. So I think in, in that instance, it goes back to what I said earlier. Um, speaking from a female perspective and not all females are like that. We have a tendency sometimes to, um, and humans do just in general to blame and to want to put it on somebody else. So, you know, my husband's not willing to grow. My husband's not willing to see my husband. And sometimes it takes a lot of work and it doesn't always work, but at least it's something to shift that energy inside of yourself and shift your perspective and see, well, maybe he feels threatened. How, what is it in our relationship, in our energy that's making him feel threatened? There's something at the core. It's something I must be doing too to make him feel threatened. Um, and so really looking at a, his perspective in another way without compromising your growth and yourself but just really sort of incorporating it to really make, you know, a safe situation for you both. And so I think, once again, really looking internal and, and looking at your views and what energy you're putting out can be helpful in that situation. And like I said, it doesn't always work. However, if consistent and coming from a place of love, I think... We really do have the ability to, to change ourselves. And when we change ourselves and change our energy towards, towards certain situations or people, the energy of the whole situation has the potential to expand and grow and change. Oh. Yes. Yes, I've seen that in uh, my relationship with my husband. I'll just continue to focus on myself. And I think he felt it. Yeah. So I want to, I want to close with on this topic, one specific thing that in my observation, I feel women being such givers and lovers and nurturers of everyone, you don't have to love yourself to love another person. And I think really in that statement, the value of this understanding of partnership and growth in order to grow. You have to love yourself. Otherwise, you can love everyone around you and stay in a frame that works for the, for the, to the degree it works. And I want to encourage all the women out there to really not consider anything other than you're super valuable and absolutely necessary for all humanity to thrive. And therefore, to love yourself in whatever ways that make sense. This is really great. I had someone in yesterday. We know her. And she took this self-disciplined route where she's eating very healthy. She's, you know, she's meditating. She's working out. She's, she's clean, right? She's taking her time to 
exacerbate the word discipline because it's really self-love. And she's done it long enough now that something's missing. And we had this discussion and she's engaging with this relationship with a guy and she's not sure and she's kind of vetting him out really, you know, really taking her time, smart. You know, not sleeping with them, not even really kissing them for the first couple of weeks. Just be like, who are you? Right. Like, I know who I am now. I really want to know who you are. And I really admire that because not a lot of people do this. And I really feel like that is the ultimate path, the ultimate path to connection that's long term and worth having. And so the conclusion of our conversation was, I said, what are the three reasons you don't want to get into a relationship? And she didn't have any. What are the three reasons you do want to get into a relationship? And all of those reasons she gave pointed to that's going to be her balance. She's got no one to share. She's got no one to grow with. She's got, you know what I mean? And these things are all necessary to bloom. So to grow in a relationship, both people have to choose discipline in order to have self-love and to take on your own personal self-care and process. And figure out what of all the different things you could do are going to give you the best return for your time and your efforts. And so to everyone out there, both male and female alike, please give yourself the gift of loving yourself in whatever ways, however small or large, with or without the support of other people, with or without the permission of other people, in order that you can become more of who you really are. And as you do that, you'll replace the things that don't serve you as well that you've been using as tools to survive and navigate life. Let yourself out of prison because the world is waiting for you in the green field outside. God bless y'all. You were just listening to Matthew and Sarah and Lisa and Sarah, MD. Find out about other services offered and community interaction opportunities on their website, www.matthewandsarah.com. That's Matthew with two T's, A-N-C-I-R-A dot com. This podcast does not reflect any advice or treatment of anything medical or otherwise to any listener. Seek answers with your primary care physician about any medical advice you require. Blessings and stay tuned for more excellent knowledge and wisdom shared here at the Higher Purpose Healing Podcast. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. May you experience with grace.